welcome to the weekly podcast of Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Reverend Odette Lockwood Stewart, pastor of Epworth United Methodist Church, spoke on Sunday, June 6th, 2010. Her sermon was titled, Transformers. By sharing a vision, we receive a new identity. The lectionary reading is Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. During these days, as the disciples were increasing in number by leaps and bounds, hard feelings arose. Hard feelings arose among the Hellenists, the Greek-speaking believers, toward the Hebrews, the Aramaic-speaking believers, because the Hellenists' widows were being discriminated against in the food distribution that took place every day. So the 12 apostles called a meeting of everyone and said, we'll focus on our ministry of preaching and teaching and praying rather than administration of daily food and resources. So friends, choose among yourselves seven from among you whom everyone trusts and who are filled with the Holy Spirit and good sense. Whom everyone trusts, who are filled with the Holy Spirit and good sense. And do you know what they did? Everyone thought this was a great idea. But do you know what they did? They chose seven Hellenists. They chose seven people for leadership who were among those crying out against the injustice and put them in charge. Beginning with Stephen and Philip and so on, people full of faith and the Holy Spirit and common sense, all seven were Greek-speaking believers and one a recent convert. The 12 Hebrew apostles laid hands on the seven Hellenists and commissioned them for their new ministry of leadership. This morning's scripture from the sixth chapter of the book of Acts is about conflict and controversy in the church, a subject we know nothing about. (laughs) But this is conflict and controversy that leads to empowerment and transformation. One group spoke up saying, this is not fair, this is unjust. And another group realized that justice is not just us. Redistributive Christianity. Redistributive Christianity created transformers. Everyone was transformed and the community as well. Redistributive community transforms everyone and creates unimagined possibilities. The Greek-speaking Hellenists had protested their widows were not being fed, were being neglected among the poor. And the leaders, the apostles, who were all Hebrew men, chose to resolve the conflict not by negotiation or compromise, not by placing blame or asserting authority, but by redistributing power. They trusted the whole community and the Holy Spirit. 
those who had protested injustice in food distribution became those who provided for all. Those who had power and had neglected others were forgiven and freed for new ministry. New Testament scholar Louisa Shutroff writes, mutuality of relationships in the community and its rejection of structures of domination at every level defeats hate and strife. Being of one mind with one another, as we hear described the early church, does not come about through denying conflicts. As the conflicts about service in the early church indicate, it is difficult and complex, even in small, manageable communities, to establish new ways of being, new structures of life and power. Transformation takes place in the daily redistribution of power and pain, of voice, of listening, of promise. Who is being served? Who serves? New leadership arises out of need and redistributive communities are transformers of people and history. 14-year-old Raymond Rivera of Mesquite, Texas wrote, justice means acting in ways that give power to the spirit, especially for people who are poor or hurting. What if every one of us had that experience of transformation. Every one of us became a transformer, working for peace, exposing injustice, mending creation by relinquishing power. The power to name and frame and claim, relinquishing power to those who have been mistreated, ignored, neglected, oppressed. In every context, we are more or less powerful. In every context, we are the one who holds more power as a teacher in a classroom, as a preacher in a church, or less power, depending on the context, depending on our social location, our race, class, gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, depending on that and who else is in the room or in the discussion or in the decision, we have more or less power. So take a moment, let us take a moment right here, right now, in this community, to name those we might be transformed by, those who have less power, who might be themselves transformed by the good news of redistributive community. Who are the brothers and sisters we would name this morning who are suffering injustice and oppression? Victims of domestic violence. And let us say, transform us, O Spirit of God. Transform us, O Spirit of God. Others you would name. The homeless. Transform us, O Spirit of God. Transform us, O Spirit of God. The elderly and infirm. 
Transform us, O Spirit of God. 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 Hungry children, transform us, O Spirit of God. In the book of Acts, before and after our text today, there are stories of the persecution and the martyrdom of these disciples. By sharing a vision, by sharing a practice, by sharing meals, they received a new identity. They were transformed and strengthened, not just to live easy lives, but to care for others in the midst of hardship and suffering. They were transformed and transforming. In some conversations about our body and soul challenge, we have 78 people. We have a lot of people engaged in this challenge for these three months. And if you want to sign on, please do. But in conversations about it, I've reminded us that we're not called to the golden rule, which is? We're called to the platinum rule, which is do unto others as they would have you do unto them. The history of Christianity reveals the dangers and the death that come from the belief that those who dominate know better, those who dominate are superior to those who cry for justice. Nine ships bringing 800 peacemakers and activists from 40 countries sailed with humanitarian aid to Gaza, a population where two-thirds of which face hunger on a daily basis. The flotilla was launched to protest, to challenge, to end the blockade of Gaza imposed by Israel. These words I just spoke and the words that are following are all taken from statements by the Israeli peace movement, Gush Shalom, by Rabbi Michael Lerner, and other Jewish peacemakers in the United States and around the world. They are among the Jewish leaders who have heard and heeded the voices, the cries for justice, as well as for peace. They say, we continue to abhor and denounce those in Israel and those in Palestine and Gaza who resort to violence to achieve their ends, including Hamas, and including Israeli settlers. The core of the issue remains Israel's attempt to punish the entire population of Gaza for the activities of Hamas. A first step is to end the blockade of Gaza. We call upon all who protest Israel's occupation of the West Bank and Gaza to maintain a strict nonviolent discipline and to affirm the humanity of all sides in this conflict even as we insist on bold and compelling action to stop the conflict. 
We of the Israeli peace camp refuse to be enemies to our Palestinian neighbors. We recognize that as the infinitely stronger partner in the conflict, we must accept responsibility for failed and oppressive policies. With the peace lamp before us, let us take a moment in silence to pray for peace, to pray for peace with justice, to pray for hearing and listening and acting. In humility and hope, we cry to you, O God, loving God, hear our prayer. Henry Nouwen wrote that when hostility is converted into hospitality and justice, then fearful strangers become guests, then enemies become neighbors. Then, in fact, the distinction between host and guest and stranger and neighbor proves to be artificial and evaporates in recognition of newfound humanity. Hospitality transforms. Just redistribution of power transforms. And in rebirth, redistribution, remembering, renaming, reconciling, recreating, the transforming spirit of God is at work in us, here and now, and in others. And all things are possible in God. Thanks be to God. Thank you for listening to the weekly podcast of Upworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Worship services are Sunday at 10 a.m. at 1953 Hopkins Street in Berkeley. Child care is provided during worship. Visit our website at www.epworthberkeley.org. Oh, my God.